welcome to another episode of Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. Today, I, I think uh, we're going to address an, an interesting subject, um, maybe interesting for some and not so much for others, but I've been getting a lot of um, questions and conversations that have veered off into the realm of astrology. And I think that it's pertinent because with what we're speaking about, because astrology to me is just another system by which by which we measure um, behavioral and other aspects of our nature that allow us to understand, to explain. Um, and, you know, there is personal astrology and there's global, right? The energies that are globally present in the world today. And that's, you know, a subject, a huge subject, obviously. But, um, and we, we all are feeling sort of a similar, well, we're feeling the energies, let's put it that way. And interestingly uh, enough, uh, some of the people that I've been working with lately are younger people, the the millennial, the so-called millennials, and they happen to have a very open mind about astrology, unlike some people in other generations, older generations, that have questioned the veracity and the utility of uh, such a system um, that will describe and, uh, for all intents and purposes, um, you know, uh, provide guidance and information about our destinies, uh, our purpose here. And we keep talking about our purpose. What is our purpose? Do we have a purpose? <laughs> um, I think we've established um, enough uh, credibility to say, you know, that we all have a purpose. If we are here, we are evidently um, intended to do something. And whether it's a big something or a small something in the eyes of yourself or the world, it doesn't really matter. The, the idea is that everybody has something to do here until they don't, right? And uh, so in, in that context, and because I've been getting so many queries about astrology, I actually happened to have awareness about astrology for a very long time. And to the extent that I've studied it, I've been with other astrologers that have studied it. I've um, actually taken courses um, from a very well-known astrologer in Boston, um, Massachusetts, a very wonderful lady um, named Barbara who, uh, you know, every astrologer, it's interesting, um, every astrologer has a different uh, sort of take on the same information. And it's not that they're in conflict with one another either. There are very complementary um, aspects of how they describe what the energies are and how they are in your chart and that your natal, you understand we all were born under a certain moment in a certain time and uh, in a certain place. And that provides um, the the picture of our natal um, moment. And then we have transits that are occurring all the time. And then we have other things going on, progressed energies and all that kind of stuff that interact with our natal and our, uh, and our natal chart. And that also provides information. Now, globally, what's happening, and I think that's why I'm getting all these queries, 
I believe it's because Saturn and Pluto are both in the uh, in Cap in uh, Capricorn, and Capricorn is a sign that is very responsible and serious, and it's an Earth sign, and so it tends to be very um, much about earthly uh, concerns. Okay, and because Saturn is there right now with Pluto, and Pluto is the place that transforms, it's a very transformational um, aspect of astrology. Saturn is the, they call it the cross of matter, so that it's another, you know, kind of a, re, I, I say reality check, when Saturn hits your Saturn, your natal Saturn, we say that's your first Saturn return. And a lot of the people that are inquiring about, you know, what's going on and how come I feel so bad and all that stuff are, are having their first Saturn return. They're born in 1990, 1992, 1989. They're between 28 and 30 years of, of age. And those are the people that are predominantly coming and talking about it. And by the way, being very open-minded to the uh, idea of hearing about astrology. Very interesting, because like I say, there are generations that have poo-pooed the, the idea of uh, how astrology can help us and how it can explain things. And they're like, you know, some people of a certain age, like, you know, are looking down on what astrology has to say and how pertinent it is and how meaningful it is and explaining and um, and providing guidance. So these people that are having their first Saturn return who are born between, um, you know, that are about 28 to 30 years of age, born between, I would say, 88 and 92, really, um, you know, those energies are present for a little bit. And Saturn is, it's not... It's 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 where we have a reality check. It's it's like uh, it's like an, uh, Saturn is ruled by Capricorn, right? So um, now that it's in its own ruler's sign of Capricorn, it's even more serious, more um, lessons driven, almost. You know, it's kind of like. Um, and, and, you know, there are historical cycles with um, the energies that are in the, in the, um, in, in uh, available right now um, in, in what's going on with Pluto and Capricorn. And by the way, um, you know, Saturn and Capricorn, Pluto and Capricorn, but Neptune is in Pisces. So that's its own ruler. Pisces is um, ruled by Neptune and Neptune is in the sign of Pisces at the moment. And that happened actually, that happened in 2011, but it's still there. These, these, these planets take a long time to transit. So, um, so they've been, you know, traveling together. Uh, but interestingly, all these energies that are, you know, creating all this um, query, uh, you know, the sense of what's going on, how come we're feeling this way and how bad can things get? Um, these energies have been together only six times in the last 3,000 years. So that's probably, um, you know, we are experiencing a historical moment in that sense as well. Um, so, you know, we are, we are dealing in the world with some very serious um, 
things. And I would say that that generation that's having their first Saturn return that um, I referred to is the openness that they have to astrology is is very understandable because they want to know, they, they realize that we have to do something. Something has to be done. There's work to be done kind of thing. And that contrasts with the older generations that are saying, that are raging, you know, that are that are angry and emotional about this whole thing. That, that younger generation is, we got to get to, we got to get we got, there's work to be done. We have to do something. Whereas the ragers, and that's, I really, that's what I see mostly. Um, I say to them, you know, emotional intelligence, you know, you really need to learn about how to control your emotions, how to manage your emotions and how to let them go because um, they're making themselves sick really uh, with all this rage that they have. And I understand it. I really do. I get it. I think that most of us understand why people would be angry about, um, you know, what's going on in the world and maybe something Donald Trump is doing. And, you know, I just had this conversation with one of my sisters who, who actually used the word hate. And I know she didn't mean it, but I still had to, it was on my mind and I had to call her and I said, I I think I need to, I feel compelled to say to you that please don't let that be a word in your vocabulary, please. Um, you know, she said, well, I didn't, I was just, you know, and I said, I know, but even, even saying the word hurt me, you know, it's like, I don't like those words because they have such great power. I hate him or I hate this. It's really going against the grain of everything I believe about acceptance and um, learning lessons of what, you know, things are uh, that are happening. You know, what lesson can I get from this? And how can I uh, use this uh, to benefit me, to benefit the world, to benefit my environment, whatever, um, you know, fighting against it, you know, what we resist persists. And I keep telling people that because I feel like I've you know, I have X number of things that I keep telling people, but I think that that's a, a worthwhile concept that what we resist persists. So don't resist it, except that there's a place in this history of what we're going through together for us to learn, to grow, to become better, to um, somehow transform and to be part of the transformation instead of part of the resistance. I think that that's probably going to be the title of this podcast. Um, rather than re be part of the resistance to be part of the transformation and do your piece. And that's why I think the people that are having their first Saturn return, those young people, the millennials, I think they have a, a really good handle, better handle than their older, um, than the older folks that they are, you know, working with. Oftentimes, either their parents or their parents' parents, um, they almost have a better handle on it because they're saying there's work to do. Let's get to the work instead of raging and being emotionally helpless and, um, you know, um, using terminology that's just going to hurt themselves, you know, that's going to turn on themselves because when we use that kind of language, that hate 
and, um, you know, destroy and let's rage and let's, you know, I mean, I, I never understand that because that doesn't get us in any place. It just hurts us and hurts the world that we live in, the small world, the big world, whatever. Um, so I'd like to talk about astrology a little bit more in my podcast because I think it's an apt um, measurement tool for us to take a look at, to learn what it has to offer us. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, we are often presented with a number of opportunities to grow, to learn, to transform individually, collectively, and, um, you know, learning from podcasts. So that's another thing that I, I found out is a lot of the millennials are into podcasts. And when I, when I ask, when I, when I inquire as to what podcasts do you listen to and why do you listen to them? They often use language that gets me back to the understanding that they want to learn. They want, they, they say self-help. Uh, that's the category that they um, normally um, espouse that they're listening to is a self-help podcast, which it really is, is very interesting if you think about it. They're willing to learn and they want to listen. They want to listen in. They won't necessarily be reading books, although I don't say that they don't. I just think that while they're in transit or what, whatever moments they have to learn, they're tuning into self-help podcasts. So they told me something else about, you know, the prospect of love in your life. Um, again, I named my podcast Love in Your Life because I believe that that is the only way to live with love in your life. We are looking for it. We want to give it. We want to get it. Uh, we may not, you know, put it in those terms, but that is what we're our par part of our purpose is. And in the context of work life and personal life, it is our purpose, all of us, giving and getting love in our work life and in our personal life. That's it. That's really as simple as guess. So, um, so I hope that uh, that makes sense. And again, I'm going to be talking about astrology as another learning system, uh, just like my uh, my assessments are. You know. Um, any tool we can use to better understand ourselves and uh, the people we live with and, uh, you know, work with uh, and the world we live in uh, is, is, to me, a worthwhile uh, endeavor. So, again, um, as I always say, it is the only way to live with love in your life, personally and professionally. Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye.